Are you ready to step beyond your sexual walls? We're here to talk about anything you want. This is the Sisters of Sexuality Show, featuring Taylor Sparks, Parrish Michelle Blair, Jet Setting Jasmine, Marla Renee Stewart, and Tiffany Janae. We have so much to talk about today, so let's just get things started. Here are your hosts, Taylor, Parrish, Jasmine, Marla, and Tiffany. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Taylor Sparks of Sisters of Sexuality, Five Shades of Play, and we are sponsored by LifestyleCruising.com. I am just wet with excitement tonight because I have three amazing guests with me, but let me tell you just a little bit about one of them first. Uh, Tonight, we have Gene Graham. He's an award-winning filmmaker working in Brooklyn, New York. His latest feature-length documentary, this one's for the ladies, world premiered at 2018 South by Southwest. It won a special jury recognition award for best cast and was acquired for worldwide distribution by Neon. After 20-plus film festival vows throughout the U.S. and abroad, the ladies will be released theatrically on June 7th, 2019, which, if you're hearing this now, that means tomorrow. It's going to be released tomorrow as we have this special edition. Gene is also the 2019 filmmaker in residence at Docs in Progress, Washington, D.C., uh, a Washington, D.C.-based nonprofit arts organization that supports documentary filmmakers. Uh, for one month, July 19th through August 16th, Gene will be in D.C. to support local documentarians as uh, work on his next documentary, A Deep Dive into the Role, cons- role of Conservatism Plays in Black Communities. Gene's debut feature documentary as director, The Godfather of Disco, won jury and audience awards at the Fire Island Film and Video Festival, as well as Emerging Filmmaker Award at the 25th Minneapolis-St. Paul International Film Festival. Gene has brought here with him two of the, do I say stars? (laughs) Stars of his latest documentary. This one's for the ladies. Um, The most amazing and oh-so-sexy twins, Raw Dog, and I want to say Tiger, but I keep saying Tiger, but it's Tiger. Gentlemen, I welcome you all to the Sisters of Sexuality radio show. Well, thank you. Thank you. And believe me, you can call me Tiger or Tiger. I can call you Tiger. I keep going. I know it's not Tiger. I know it's Tiger, but for some reason, Tiger is sticking in my head. But no, I know it's Tiger. Welcome, guys. Welcome, you all. It's more like Tiger with a ground. I'm sure they want to bite. Do you bite? Because I'm I'm into biting. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yes, I do. So let's go. Why, why, yes, I do. (laughs) Because if you're into biting, I like ankles. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I like ankles. I like elbows. You bite ankles and elbows? Yeah, I like both of them. What about that soft spot right there in the nape of the neck during sex from the back? Oh, oh, oh you need Rodolf for that. He's into that kind of stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to switch twins okay. for the moment. Raw dog, would you bite me wow. right there in the soft spot? Uh, 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 wow, we started this one off real well. Yes, absolutely. I've been known to I've uh, I've been known to do do some biting on different things. Oh, absolutely. Oh, and I, and I like to growl in your ear while I'm while while I'm on top of you. Oh, growling is good. That, that's good. Well, 
Well, uh, Raw Dog, I'm going to ask you to hold that spot right there with your teeth, and uh, I'm going to get right back to you. But right now, I'm going to talk to Gene. Gene, are you there? I'm here. Gene, so tell me, please, and I'm, I'm sure I'm not the first one to ask you this, but I, you know, for my listeners who really want to know, what made you decide to do this documentary? Was it meeting the gentlemen? Was it meeting the ladies? Because this is really different. Uh, than any other film or documentary about uh, male exotic dancers, male strippers, whichever you want to call it. This is done way differently, and I applaud you for the way that it was done as well. So what what brought this all about? Um, to be honest with you, I was, it's now almost like five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you, I don't know if you remember, but at that time, so Michael Brown was 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 shot out in St. Louis, and mm-hmm. Eric Gardner here in New York at Staten Island. He was in the chokehold. He got killed. And it was just really a charged moment, and I was I was pretty angry about all that stuff, and I just really wanted to make a movie, um, you know, as an expression of what what's going on for black people, and. Um, at the same time, we were coming off of Magic Mike, you know, and in that movie, there just wasn't any, there weren't any principal characters that were black, which just seemed pretty crazy because that's, um, you know, that's not the case. So, um, I mean, it's a long story short, but I did, there was, there's a little white lady in the movie called Michelle, and she was having a party uh, at the uh, weekly spot that, Raw and Tiger was running at the time. So um, we followed her. She kind of brought us in, and that's how um, I made contact with these guys and, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, seafood and pound cake and stuff like that. And then just over, you know, uh, months, we really developed a you know, great relationship. They opened up not only themselves, but they, uh, Raw and Tiger also opened up their family uh, mm-hmm. and, and just really... Not only did we get what was going on inside the, of the club, but we were, uh, they opened up about their lives outside of the club. And I think that's what makes the movie unique because you really start to get stories about the, a goal. The, the goal for me was let's just talk to black folks and find out what's going on with black people. And that's, what, that's what's going on. We go into the strip club to get there. But, mm-hmm. you know, and I, it's, all, it's all fun. It's all fun. <laughs> it's hilarious. But, it's, you know, I, I, the, my kind of gut goal like in my heart is, is what I ended up getting and having fun along the way. So, yeah. Yeah, it was it was hella fun and it was all that I had expected. But I was, you know, having... T- been able to take a sneak peek at everything ahead of time, I was pleasantly surprised with the backstories because, you know, and I think that's what documentaries do. They give us way more than a commercial film would do. So, like I said, I do applaud you for that. But uh, Raw Dog and Tyga, you guys started dancing why? I mean, but besides being handsome and having nice bodies, you know, what made you decide to even dance at all, let alone then decide to participate in the documentary? So if you could bring me back a little bit and then bring me bring us back forward to where you are today, how did you even, like, 
d- decide to do this to dance? Well, well, this is Raw Dog. We have we have two different uh, stories, so I'm going to let Tiger go first and tell okay. you what you know, to the game. Yeah, basically, it wasn't. Um, I was at a we we was at a party. And um, we was dancing at the party, and I guess the the bouncer, he was a bouncer at one of the male dance clubs, and he, you know, his family was like, hey, I think you guys could, you know, y'all should try dancing. Well, it rang like something that I could do, so I gave it consideration. My brother laughed it off. He like, you know, in his mind, you know, it wasn't going to be accepted in our communities. So, you know, anyway, I went. I auditioned, and at the time, I was working at McDonald's, and it was like, you know, like my first night, I made more that than I did at my first check type deal, so I kept going to the club. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so basically, that's how I got drawn into the life. And, yeah. you know, my thing was is, you know, I was trying to encourage my brother to dance with me, but, you know, at the time, he was basically the manager at McDonald's. So he was running it. So he, you know, he felt like, nah, that's like, you know, basically something that's not going to last. I'm doing good work over here. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, six months later, there's a few key things in there that, there's a key things in there that he missed when we was at the party. Cause you know, our uncle was the DJ and he actually DJ the Mel dance shows too. So uh-huh. we was helping him, you know, move the equipment to the party. We went there, my brother dancing, he took his shirt off. When he took his shirt off, the girls start saying, you should be a stripper. Ah. Now, at, at the time, we was rapping. Of course, we was working at McDonald's, but we wanted to be rappers at the time. Right. And so right. a lot of my time, a lot of my time went from, you know, taking care of my son. And I had a daughter on the way. And then, mm-hmm. you know, we, of course, working and I'm writing all the music, you know, running back and forth to the studio. Mm-hmm. Naturally, you know, we living in the projects or whatever the case may be. And uh, we had pages and my brother pages, like my pages used to always be more than his. And then all of a sudden, you know, his pager is major. And <laughs> next thing I know, <laughs> next thing I know, girl, you know, all type of people picking him up from the projects. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I go to work, working, I'm working 40 hours, 50, 60 hours a week in McDonald's. Right. So he would either make more money than me or I would barely be making, you know, or I would barely, or my check would, you know, be barely over what he was making. And he's dancing Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And, you know, with all this fun and glory. So I'm like, what the heck is going on? So I decide, uh, unbeknownst to him, now, I I didn't, you know, I was so uninterested because I thought that they was uh, gay. So, because I thought that, you know, at the time, I thought it was a gay thing. So I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to go to the club. Y'all do y'all. do y'all. And then I turned around and, uh, you know, I surprised him. I said, you know what, one, one, one day, one Thursday, I just went up there. I caught the bus and just went up there. Now, my crazy butt, I never asked him his name. I mean, uh, I, never, I, I never asked no questions. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just showed up. Now, let me see what's going on. And I walked in the door. And I can't tell you no lie. It was like it's it's it's, it's it was like going from Earth to the Moon. 
Wow. Wow. Because and the girls must have just been over, over the moon. It's like, oh, my God, wait, there's two of them? Shit. Well, yes. Makes- <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's a funny thing. Because at first, people, when I walked in the door, because I don't know anybody. I don't know nothing. I don't know anybody. Wait, wait, so Rod Wait, no, Rod Dog. Wait, I want you to hold that thought because we got to go to a break. We, we, we got to pay the bills. We got to go to a break. So listen, don't forget where you are. Hold on one second. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back because I definitely got to hear the rest of this, the rest of the beginning of this story. This is Taylor Sparks. You guys are listening to our amazing guests, Gene Graham and Tyga and Raw Dog from This One's for the Ladies. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Sexy is back. And we've got it going on all the time here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Organic lovin' for the bodies you love to love. How do people describe you? Are you curious, playful, maybe sensual, adventurous? How about open-minded? The truth is, no matter who you are, organic lovin' has something to indulge your fantasies. We offer only organic, natural, and eco-friendly intimate body products including vegan condoms, organic lubricants, body-safe sex toys, and sex-positive books. You won't find anything harmful in our products or toys. We also have a full range of other experiences, including erotic seminars and exotic adult-only vacations. Receive our adult subscription box for a monthly sexual delight. Be educated, entertained, and informed. Organic Lovin'. For her, for him, for you, for the bodies you love to love, visit OrganicLovin.com. We offer shipping worldwide, so stop by the site anytime. Organic Lovin, that's L-O-V-E-N.com. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. You are listening to Sisters of Sexuality. To check in with the show and ask your questions, call us at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. Now, back to our show.
And welcome back, sexy people. This is Taylor Sparks, your host tonight for Sisters of Sexuality, Five Shades of Play. And we are back here with our amazing, also sexy guest, Jean Graham, Taga, and Raw Dog. Now, Raw Dog, you were finishing the story about how you joined your brother at the strip joint it, or the dance yes, club. Yes, You had decided that you know, this was going to be, you You just showed up there, no name, no nothing, you just popped in, and then the girls were like, there's, there's two of them? <laughs> no, well, 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 what happened was, I get I get to the door not knowing, you know, not knowing anybody, and it's like when the door, you know, you had to go to two, at the time you had to go to two doors. So when I walked through one of the doors, oh, I forgot to mention this one part, but on the bus with me at the time was just one of, it was three it was the hottest dancer around was on the bus with me at the time. Now, I don't know who he is because I don't know anything about dancing. So when I walked in the door, he walked in the door behind me. So when I opened up the door to step in, ladies started screaming. So I'm looking around like, whoa, <laughs> you know, hey, what's going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm thinking they're screaming for me or <laughs> with my brother, but... They they really screaming for the guy behind me, brother named uh, Bandit. <laughs> so, you know, when I get in and I say, oh, okay, so I stop at the lady that's sitting at the door, a lady named uh, Sharon. I, you know, I say, I, I say to her, hey, hey uh, they start screaming. They start screaming at me. Hey, Tiger, what you doing down here? So now I realize Tiger is my twin brother because I never asked him his name. So they're going, Tiger, Tiger. What are you doing down here? You should be going upstairs getting ready. And I said, I'll tell him, no, I'm not Tiger. I'm Tiger twin brother. Oh, for, for, for about four months, for about four months, that's what they called me. Hey, Tiger twin brother. Hey, <laughs> hey, Tiger twin brother. And how did you come up with the name Raw Dog? Um, well, they was called, well, my nickname was Big Dog. Oh. Because you know, I, I was. Hey, Taylor, the man don't like condoms, man. The man don't like condoms. Is, dog, how many children I, do you have, bro, dog? <laughs> I was, I was the biggest dog of my camp. Uh, you know, all the, all the yeah, people I hung yeah. out with. So I was called Big yeah. Dog at the time. And then what happened was, he was the biggest um, dog in the a guy named a guy named a, a guy named a guy named Love Star. A guy named Love Star. Uh, he he was the MC, but he still wanted to dance. Now, because I was the guy on the sideline, I wasn't dancing nothing. I was just hanging out. And he said, you know, I'm going to teach you how to MC so you can MC or whatever the case may be. I get on the microphone. I get on the microphone, yeah. but he didn't tell me nothing. And I used to just say whatever the hell came to my mind. So when, when, when um, you know, I was looking for a dance name, I asked the ladies, you know, what my name should be. And one lady screamed out, your name should be Raw, Raw Dog. I said, well, well, my name should be Raw Dog. She said, well, shit, you just say whatever. You real always. You just say whatever the hell I... come out of your mouth. Okay. Okay, so well, that works. Raw, raw, ac- <laughs> raw, raw, raw is actually an acronym. Raw is actually an acronym. It has nothing to do with sex. Uh-huh. And I kind of, I, I kind of, I kind of hate that part of it, though. But like, I hate when somebody say, "Oh, you, do you go raw dog or you go?" That really annoys me. Oh wow! <laughs> so people just assume that you're being raw, as in not using a con. For those of you who don't know what it is That's to go raw, but but to, to not wear a condom. Hey. 
Because you're called Rod Dog. My oldest brother, my oldest brother name is Sunfire. He's not a son, or, and he ain't on fire. <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, no but you know, that's a whole other thing. To, yeah, <laughs> no one equates that together. Yeah, you know, I had another brother named Seduction. So, you know, I had another brother named Seduction. He wasn't seductive. He could have been. He could have been. So how many but brothers do you guys seducive. He just could have. You. you don't know if he could, if he was seducive or not. He couldn't seduce you. You don't like me. <laughs> I never know. Got, how many you in your family? I mean, or do you? Or do you? Okay. See, listen. Tiger. This is my thing. Tiger. Eddie, Tiger. Tiger. My whole life. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something <laughs> how, right now. How many brothers and sisters do you guys have? Biologically? Is, yes, well, my mother has four kids. Our mother has four kids. My father has an undisclosed amount of kids. Has what? An undisclosed amount of kids. An undisclosed amount, okay. Gee, let me yeah, get back to you we, here you know, and you making we, this we documentary. Could be in and running, we, we could be in Philadelphia and running to a brother. That's yeah, what he told us. He said, I, know that, I know that family. I know that family. We got a large family too on my side. Hey, Gene, when you were making this documentary, was there any one or two things that was so unexpected to you that it made like a like a, a significant impact on your life? Meaning that you had no idea about this, that, or the other, and and you're just changed with your thought process regarding some things. That's a good question. Um, <clears throat> yeah, actually, there, there, there were two things. Uh, there were a couple of things. Um, I think the idea that you can go into a space like the dojo or any of these, you know, a strip club here, um, and you think, I mean, you're you're basically in a straight space, you know, and I'm putting air quotes around that. You're in a straight Mm -hmm. place, but then you have a Dom dancer that shows up. So Mm -hmm. in the movie... We have uh, this woman. Uh, uh, we have this woman, Blaze. She's mm-hmm. a lesbian down dancer, and she comes in there, and you know, uh, a lot of ladies like her. So mm-hmm. um, that was a real surprise to to me, and it just you know really speaks to kind of. I feel like there's a a blanket uh, idea that maybe people communities of color, black communities, are staunchly homophobic and this is that and the other and I have to say you know when we were shooting here I didn't necessarily get that vibe I I felt Mm -hmm. that people generally were you know everybody knows a cousin or an uncle or you know um, an aunt or you know somebody somebody's gay somebody Mm -hmm. somebody uh, somebody maybe somebody was affected by HIV or something like that so you know and in this even if that might be on the street People aren't necessarily saying one thing or the other about stuff like that. In these, in in the club, it didn't seem to be that big of an issue for anybody who was who chose to participate on that night when they walked in and they paid their, their money to be there. So I thought that was that was a real revelation, and it just you know was nice to to see that. And then the other thing is that there was a there's a there's a there's a person in the movie, Putty, and she. We went down to D.C. for a march. Again, this kind of relates back to um, black black people getting shot by the police. So there was a demonstration, and um, Sea Pudding came down with us, 
and she revealed we didn't know, you know, really at all why we were going down there. It was like, what was it? What was her motivation? And when we got there, we asked her, you know, why? Why are we here? Um, mm-hmm. She told us about her her brother who was who was killed in police custody. So mm-hmm. and that this was the first time that she had ever revealed that to to me or to you know, and for the first time for her to actually kind of take some kind of action around those feelings because it happened years ago. So um, I don't think that I knew anybody, you know, before that, that had Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. been affected by police violence so closely. You know what I mean? So it just kind of brought it home for me more, you know? So, um, yeah, those those things are really... And there's there's a lot of other... There's probably a lot of other things if you really press me. I mean, this... Has just been an incredible process, and mm-hmm. uh, the Jane, I have a question, Jane. What, Jane? I have a question. How was it filming yeah, it? Like hanging out with? No, no. How was it filming it? Hanging out with? Because you 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 hung out with different. You, I mean, like I know you hung out with you hung out with me and my brother at one time. Then you hung out with me, my brother, my mother, you know, my father. Then you hung out with Young Ryan. Like, how was that hanging out with with all of those various different people while you were something? Good question. I mean, what did you learn about hanging around with them? I guess from any, I mean, from any notion you might have had about them, you know, prior to or whatever. So basically any prejudgments that he might have had and then how that changed during the filming and the time he spent with them? Yes. Well, you know, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think that I, I don't think uh, I had too much prejudgment about that. I'm, I'm pretty open about a lot of things. I think what I walked away with was a sense of community because you guys, whether you love or hate them today, y'all motherfuckers went back years. And, and mm-hmm. you could tell that I could I could definitely tell that wherever whoever I was talking to I could tell even see putting a bounty right those people had gone to the clubs they they were coming in new when I rolled in but they had gone to the clubs years before so I just I just got a sense of family amongst you and Malik and Mr Capable I remember that one one of the first times that we shot you and you Tiger and Mr Capable you guys were you know, just having a great time backstage and stuff like that. So I was like, this is family, you know, and, um, and just like, and sweet tea, just like, and just like some tight, some days, you know, knocking each other out other days, you know, when it, when it really counts, people come together. And I really, that's what I felt. Um, when I was, when I was shooting people individually, that still came through. You popped up in other, you know, conversations with other people and Malik would say something about the twins, Mm -hmm. you know, because the twins started the nasty, the New Jersey nasty. So, and and, and this is kind of the genesis of the whole thing. So, yeah. Gene, before we get, before we move further, we've got to take another break. So if remember where you are and we will come right back. And um, we'll pick up about them starting the New Jersey Nasty Boys and where we went from that. So this is Taylor Sparks. I'm here with our amazing guests, Raw Dog and Tyga and Jean Graham from This One is for the Ladies, a new documentary coming out tomorrow. Stay tuned. We'll be right back, guys. Cool. 
craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos, and keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter, all on thesexylifestyle.com. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. You are listening to Sisters of Sexuality. To check in with the show and ask your questions, call us at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, sexy people. This is Taylor Sparks, your host of Sisters of Sexuality, Five Shades of Play radio show. And we are sponsored by LifestyleCruising.com. I am joined again for the rest of our hour with Gene Graham, director of This One's for the Ladies, and his two oh-so-sexy, amazing stars, Tyga and Raw Dog. Welcome back, gentlemen. Hey. Hey. Gene? Gene, you were answering a really great question, and you just started to talk about the New Jersey Nasty Boys and how they started that troupe. So finish your thought, love. Well, I mean, the thing is that Tiger and Raw Dog are kind of like the glue, in a sense, because they formed this troupe called uh, the New Jersey Nasty Boys, and that, you know, some of the people that ended, a number of people that end up in the movie um, you know, Young Rider, uh, Satan, um, and I, I'm going to say Mr. Capable, but I don't know if he was really actually part of the troop, but a troop of New Jersey Nasty Boys adjacent. And, you know, um, Sunfire, a bunch, a bunch of people were part of that crew. And, mm-hmm. you know, they've stayed together over, over the years. So, mm-hmm. um, and that just, that, again, family. Well, well. Well, we, there some things that did not make it. Well, it, did, it did. Go ahead. Well, we started the group with, uh, this is real talk. When we started the group, it was, uh, you know, none of us was uh, older than 25. Mm-hmm. And we started the group, uh, basically, uh, it was me, Tyke, it was Raw Dog, Tiger, Sunfire, and Bandit. We're the co-founder members. Our first recruitment, we went to recruit Young Rider because we knew if, if we wanted to, Young Rider and Bandit at the time was the hottest two dancers in New Jersey. Mm. So we knew if we was going to, you know, do oh, and, and Sunfire. Sunfire was oh, well, Oh, all right, I was going by the time I wanted to. But anyway, we was, so uh, um, basically we knew that, you know, if we was going to gain traction or whatever, you know, we was going mm-hmm. to need Young Rider. A lot of the other groups, because it was other groups, uh, we had uh, Body to Body, you had um, uh, Exotic uh, exotic Gents, and then you had uh, Distinct with Gentlemen. 
So right. these are the three groups that was in, you know, in New Jersey at the time. But, you know, us being rookies, well, not rookies, everybody was us, operating. Everybody was operating within one or two miles of each other. Right, right. And so, you know, as you can imagine, it was a competitive, you know, you, you know, you want you want your club packed full of females. Like, you know, everybody want you know. Yes. But we, 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 we would always share. We would always go to the meetings and share our ideas. And when we would bring our ideas to them, they would laugh at us. I'm talking about Tiger uh, and Sunfire. They would laugh, you know, basically they wouldn't listen to our ideas. So we all got together with a, uh, these brothers named Kamikaze. They was promoters at the time. So they backed us for us to get our own group, and then we can enact some of the ideas that we really wanted to enact. And that's basically how it goes. So it started off with Raw Dog, me being one, Tiger being two, uh, mm-hmm. Fantasy being three, Sunfire is four, Young Rod is five, Bandit is six. Then when we went and got, uh, you know, as we grew, org- uh, o- Orgasm, his, he was double low. And then mm-hmm. we got we, well, we got seduction. The seduction is an original member. He was seven. Well, wow. yeah, yes, seduction is an original member. But and then we had Black Dragon. That was eight. Uh, nine was Brick. Uh, ten was Fever. How many? Fever, so how many? Fever. How many guys were in the? How many guys were in that original troop? The original troop went up to seven. Up to seven, okay. And then at, at at its height, or this may be its height, how many guys are in the troop? Plus plus at, Blaze? At its height, so far we got up to 11. About nine. Nine to, nine to 11. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Listen, uh, Tyga, I have a question for you. Sure. Have you, have you ever uh, dealt with any self-judgment about your expression of sexuality? You know, as a dancer, as a hetero straight man, I'm, or, or am I assuming you're straight? I don't know if you're straight, bi, or gay, or fluid. But. Oh, yeah, I'm straight. Uh, okay, yes, I'm but straight. have you ever and dealt when, when, with when any, any self-judgment? Like, about you because say, you, you are a dancer, did you feel what? any kind of way about yourself? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know what you mean by self-judgment, but when you're out there and you're performing for females, you're always going to feel like, I mean, well, me, you know, I'm I'm like five foot six, more closer to seven. If anybody listening, um, <laughs> but you know, you always feel like if you was six feet, you would get more. You know what I mean? You always feel like if you was, you know, two hundred pounds. If you was Arnold Schwarzenegger, you would make more. Like, mm-hmm. you know, hey, that you know, I think you know. In the back of my mind, we all feel like, you know, if if I could dribble the ball fast, I'd be bigger than LeBron. You know what I mean? Like, sure. who, who don't have those thoughts? Yeah, but I've always been comfortable in my skin because I because I walk in one I walk in the party with one thing that nobody else has. That is, world dog. They don't have him. Ah. <laughs> what about him. you, Rod Dog? Same question. <sighs> Did you well, ever have um, any deal with any self judgment about your expression of sexuality, or you know, as an exotic no. dancer, did you feel any kind of way about yourself when I when I think about when I talk about self judgment? Well, did you ever have? Did well, you ever judge no, yourself, babe, no, because what no. you did? I can't tell you no. Lie. No, he he I has enough self confidence for you, me, and everybody that's <laughs> <just> listening. <laughs> no, that's I have it. not. I did. I've, I've never felt any kind of way at all. 
Now, when, when, when we tried to, you know, like, when we tried to tell him to go to the gym, excuse me for a minute, Tony. When we tried to tell him to go to the gym back in the day, when we wanted him to go to the gym, he told us he wasn't going, and he was the skinniest. He told us he wasn't going to go to the gym because it was going to mess up his body. Ah, interesting. That's right. When I was younger, <laughs> but um, basically, um, so no, I never, I never, I never felt that at all. Um, you know, never. Uh, you know, it, when when my brother first started dancing, us being Muslim, and yeah. um, you know, when we first started dancing, you know, he was getting a lot of you know flack from the people that we knew from the projects growing up, and then the Muslims downtown, you know, mm-hmm. you know, different things because we changed overnight. We went from basically dressing in Timberland boots with pants sagging down to wearing velour shoes and three-piece suits. Mm-hmm. Went, and got our ear, went and got our ears pierced. And so to some people, you know, that exotic look looked gay to them. But I was, I was never, I, nobody never accused me of being gay, but that's right. what I heard about my brother. But for me, no. And believe it or not, you know, I never, I never, you know, we don't, we don't even get naked. Like me and my brother, we don't take our pants off. When you're, when you're, when you're dancing. When we when we performing and at the at the time in New Jersey, did you strip down to G string or no what? no 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 we, we 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 the most you'll see is our booty because you know we was black well you know my I don't know people always always commented on our booty like you know when we was growing up everybody used to always tell my brother Tiger he better not be doing no crime because you know the brothers in jail gonna love him oh my gosh no so wait wait so. Is it a particular reason why you don't strip down to a G-string and you only expose your butt and you don't strip down like some of the well, other guys the, do? The, the, I mean, the main reason was we was, the main reason, the fact that we was Muslim. Second mm-hmm. the reason was we we are, well, we train actors and we knew we wanted to do other things outside of dancing. Okay. And the biggest reason, the biggest reason is we didn't want, you know, like, like all of our kids Googled us. And which mm-hmm. we comfortable with you Googling us and because you can Google us and you're not going to see anything then right. you know, get somebody performing or whatever the case may be. So our kids and, you know, and, and not having our Johnson all over the internet was real big for me and my brother. So is that I, I, well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, well, if you want to well, see well, that Johnson, you're going to have to meet him. you got to get close and, sh- and personal and speak to him. <laughs> <laughs> so is that a, well, see, did well, you have to protect the children to, or was that, I mean, you know, was I that to protect the children you, and the I, family members or was it because you weren't comfortable? This kind of goes back to the, was no, it self-judgment I mean, or was no, it just more for their it's a certain exotic. It's a certain. It, it, it's a male exotic business. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? If I give you everything that you want from me right now, then you, you then you don't want anything from me. Mm-hmm. I want I want to have a thought provoking performance. I want you to look at me and see my outfits. I want you to look at us and 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 see what we go through to perform for you. Mm-hmm. It's I mean. I mean, hell, I can walk out there and pull out my, I can walk out there and pull out my dick. It doesn't take me five minutes to do that. Right, right. We so let me, a, let me a, ask you a different a, question then. We have a 12-minute um, Now, are, are, are you guys single or married, dating? I'm Tiger, I'm single. Tiger's single. Well, T-Y's single. Right and I, and I'm, I, I, I'm not single. I think I'm not single. Or oh, I think I am <laughs> single. I'm not really too sure. You might have to ask her that because, uh, 
Oh, <laughs> ironically, on Monday, on Monday she divorced me, and then Tuesday she we back together. So <laughs> okay, all right. So we'll just say you're dating right now. Well, so be, let me. Tiger, you, his wife. I'm dating my wife. Yes, I'm dating my wife. I'm dating your wife. That's sweet, Tiger. What do you think about sex on the first date? I mean, I would prefer it. You would prefer it, okay? All right. <laughs> Raw dog, if you were single, what did you think about sex on the first date? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, hey, shit, I, I, yeah, no, I, I gotta be honest with you. I think I think it very well. I mean, but I was blessed. So most of my dates I've been on always ended up into sex. So okay. <laughs> I think it's very good. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna, Gene. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that question to you, although you're not an exotic dancer. But I still want to hear that from you too. But we gotta take our break, and when we come back, we're gonna make sure we get all the information about or the additional information about the documentary how to follow everybody on social media so hold on guys we'll be right back this is taylor sparks sisters your host for sisters of sexuality and we are sponsored by lifestylecruising.com we'll be right back organic loving for the bodies you love to love How do people describe you? Are you curious, playful, maybe sensual, adventurous? How about open-minded? The truth is, no matter who you are, Organic Lovin' has something to indulge your fantasies. We offer only organic, natural, and eco-friendly intimate body products, including vegan condoms, organic lubricants, body-safe sex toys, and sex-positive books. You won't find anything harmful in our products or toys. We also have a full range of other experiences, including erotic seminars and exotic adult-only vacations. Receive our adult subscription box for a monthly sexual delight. Be educated, entertained, and informed. Organic Lovin'. For her, for him, for you, for the bodies you love to love. Visit OrganicLovin.com. We offer shipping worldwide, so stop by the site anytime. Organic Lovin'. That's L-O-V-E-N dot com. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. You are listening to Sisters of Sexuality. To check in with the show and ask your questions, call us at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, sexy people. This is your host, Taylor Sparks at Sisters of Sexuality. And I am joined again by Jean Graham, who is the award-winning filmmaker for This One's for the Ladies, the documentary that is coming out tomorrow. And we are also joined by 
two amazing sexy stars and exotic dancers, Raw Dog and Tiger, who I keep wanting to say Tiger. I know it's Tiger. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to the show. Listen, before we get... Before we get started, Jean, could you tell everybody where is the documentary going to be playing starting tomorrow? Where can they find you on social media? Where can they find more information about the documentary? So for sure, you can go to this one's for the ladies movie dot com. That's where all of the key information is. Uh, we're going to start in New York City at the Magic Johnson Theater on 125th Street. That's in Harlem. Uh, 7.30, and then uh, we'll be in New York for about a week, and then we will expand on the 14th to uh, markets across the country, so L.A., Miami, um, Atlanta, Chicago, you know, uh, D.C., and we'll just keep rolling out as, as we go. Yes, and this you is can, gonna... uh, you can right. You can you can find us on Facebook and uh, at the, this, I think it's this one's for the ladies and Instagram is this. I think that's also in, uh, this one's for mm-hmm. the ladies. Mm-hmm. What else? Yeah. So we're, we're definitely out there. Yes, <laughs> but, uh, for but sure. And Rod Dog and, and uh, Tiger. Tiger, where can we find you if we're looking for you on social media or your website or are you still taking bookings? You can find yes, we we yes, we definitely still perform, and you can find me at Tiger. That's T Y G A R underscore E M T. Once again, Tiger underscore E M T. That's on the Instagram, and um, he'll give you the rest of our information. Right and on 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 Facebook, you can find on Facebook and YouTube. You can find us through Obar McGill. My first name that's Obar O B A R M C G I L L. As a matter of fact, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, or or whatever the case may be through uh, Obar McGill. O B A R M C G I L L. Please find me on YouTube too. You know, watch some of our wacky crazy videos because we, you know, we crazy like that. That's fun. Wait, hold That's on now. I've, I've actually, got a, I've got a question. I've got a question yes. for the two of you guys that I did not ask this question when we were shooting, but I'm going to ask it now. How many times do you two have sex with a fan together? Oh, well, um, I, I have to be honest. Maybe, hmm. Like you know, over the years, or like like now, over the years. No, well, <laughs> over the years, <laughs> over the years, over the years, I gotta say maybe three, four times. Not too sure. Depends on the because it's it's not just me and my brother. You know what I mean? Like it is just me and my brother, but <laughs> it may be me, my brother, and Sunfire, or maybe me, my brother, and Young Rider, yeah. and a couple of chicks. So. But uh, as for as for my my sexual twin brother is Sunfire. That's the one I do all my uh, I did all my orgies with, which would be Sunfire. My brother Tiger, man, you know we like night and day in the bedroom. He a little freakier than I am. I'm, 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 no, I'm a fucker. I'm a fucker. I don't. I'm, I'm a fucker. I want to get in there and put it in your mouth. Fuck you. You know, do all the good things that I need to do. My brother, he wants to motherfucking lick your ass and your feet, your toes, and 
bite on your ankles. He want to have stimulating conversation. You know, all that old good shit. You know what I mean? I ain't really into all that stimulating conversation. You in and you out. I ain't trying to like In and you out. That's what you're saying, Raw Dog. I'm in. And I'm out. It's been fun. Well, I'm not in and I'm out, but I'm I'm not I'm not in and I'm out, but I'm just basically on the art of fucking. <laughs> so it it takes me forty five minutes. Listen, it take me forty five minutes. I'm not minutes, saying there's anything wrong with an in part. and out. Sometimes a girl just needs a guy to just be like in and out. Like oh, yeah. it's been great. Thank you. <laughs> we'll see. Let's stay in touch. Well, you know wait now, hold on. For me, <laughs> I found out is I find it's better hold on, in my experience. Say again. I was just going to say, did you guys have a lot of adventures over the years? Right? I'm, of I'm course. Sure. I mean, but we, we probably had more of our adventures. We probably had more of our adventures growing up, you know, like in between the ages of 11 and 12. We, had, we probably had more of our adventures then than we did as like male dancers. Most of the things that we did as male dancers, it was always, it was, you know, it was us. It wasn't just me and him. It was like all of us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now, like, you know, we did bring up like, like every, it, it was five of us in the room, you know, 10, 15 girls, that type deal. We did bring wait. up virginity. Wait, wait, wait. So you're wait, saying you, you did have a lot of orgies. And of course. With, not just with you and your brother, but a lot of the other guys as well, which was, that sounds like fun. I wish you had taped that part for me, because you know, ju- just for me, I'd, I'd like to watch. Well, yeah, um, yeah, luckily, luckily, at that time, we didn't have camera phones. Excuse me, Twin. Excuse me, Twin. In, in order to be a nasty boy, in order to be a nasty boy, you, you, you have to have a few things. Now, if, if, you could, if you have a look, you could perform, and a personality, you could be a nasty boy. But right. if you couldn't fuck, if you can't fuck, if you don't have a thousand pumps, you can't be a nasty boy. I don't care if you got all three of the good ones. If you can't fuck, you can't be a nasty boy. <laughs> and so in order, so uh, uh, one of your brothers, one of your brothers had to be there to vouch that you got your thousand. Oh, shit. Gene? Gene, do you have somebody vouching yes. for you? <laughs> uh, what? That's right, Gene. Yes, somebody, don't worry. Did you have someone vouching for your pumps, Gene? We all want to know right now about your pumps, Gene. Hey, listen. We, we, hey, Gene. Well, don't, 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 don't get quiet now, Gene. We don't get quiet now, pumps, Gene. Gene. <laughs> <laughs> don't be quiet now. Hello? Oh, my God. We, <laughs> Did we lose, we, Gene? We're going to make Gene a nasty boy just yet. Not, not just yet, G. Not just yet. I, I, I would like to say this, though. I, I, I would like to say this. So anybody that's looking... Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead, Tiger. I would like to say this. For anybody that's going to go out and that's going to support this documentary, I think that you would be pleasingly, pleasantly surprised. I really, really do. I was, and I was in the movie. I, of course, I had no idea what what Gene was seeing. But mm-hmm. just being, when I first saw the movie, I I got way more out of it than I had. And there is a message in it. So it's a lot of fun, and you're going to really, really learn something I guess about us, about, you know, you know, what you can do, that there's other things that you can do with your life 
that won't hurt anybody, that won't be illegal, that won't whatever, whatever. That's no matter what adversity we, we've been through as men, we're, we were still able to find <laughs> something that we could provide for our families. We were right. still able to find something that we was uh, proud to do. Could you could you tell it like really quickly because you know that that part of the movie when we talk about you supporting your family and and you know you you ran a business and you know but you ran a business that's kind of centered around the sex industry and we don't you know just exotic although you weren't having sex with others for pay I mean if you were going to give someone a suggestion or two and you know we only have like a couple of minutes left what would you suggest for anybody who was working in the sex industry as a sex worker um, who owns that kind of business what would you suggest to them for them to be successful do invest your money do what makes you and do what makes you money. feel do, do what makes you feel great like if 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 if, if you okay with sucking four dicks suck four dicks Mm-hmm. Be happy about it. Do you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Don't don't run in shy ways. Act like you don't like fucking. You don't like sucking four dicks. Just say I like right. sucking four dicks and fuck you. Yeah. And you yeah. will be successful. Regardless, I don't know if it's a money. Mm-hmm. Invest your money. But I don't. In- I don't invest your money. Because invest your money as fast as it can come in. It can go out equally as fast, and then you would have nothing but memories. That's right. That's right. Well, that um, on that note, I, God, I, I appreciate you guys. Yeah, my girlfriend and my co-founder of our Sisters of Sexuality, uh, Parish Michelle Blair, who could not be with us tonight. Uh, one of the things her goals for this year is to suck more dick. And I'm like, I am all for that. And I support her in in everything that she does. We are both uh, sex goddesses as well. So we, we Feel both free like to give Michelle my dick. number. Feel free to give Michelle Tiger's number. Uh, Parish, her name is Parish. Yes, I shall. I will do that. But guys, I I am so excited for this documentary. Gene, you did an amazing job and not only showcasing the brothers, the other dancers um, and showcasing their fans and the women that love them as well as the people that support their business as a whole. And I thank you for that. Gentlemen, I thank you and I offer you much continued success Uh, to my audience. I would love to tell you, make sure you go see this one for the ladies. You are so going to enjoy it. And be sure to tune in every Wednesday night here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can find the Sisters of Sexuality on Instagram, where Sisters of Sex on Twitter and Sexy SOS Tour on on Facebook, and I am Taylor Sparks, your erotic educator and sex goddess for OrganicLovin.com, and you can find me on all social media under OrganicLovin, L-O-V-E.com. Guys, thank you so, so much, and um, again, thank you for your time this evening. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. 
And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at thesexylifestyle.com with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to thesexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thank you for tuning in to Sisters of Sexuality. Please join Taylor Sparks, Parrish Michelle Blair, Jet Setting Jasmine, Marla Renee Stewart, and Tiffany Janae again next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network or on demand 24-7. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.